Hi, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. And if you want to find out more about me and Law of Attraction coaching, just go to lifecoachdavid.com. And before I start reading from Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting, which we've been reading from the past many episodes, and it's very interesting, lots of great information to help all of us use the Law of Attraction in our lives so we can attract what we want. I just thought it would be interesting to talk about some celebrities that are into the Law of Attraction and some stories they told. Not that celebrities are better than anybody else, but I just happened to find these stories and I thought it was interesting. Uh, Jim Carrey, for example, he said he would visualize things coming to him and he didn't have anything at the time, but it just made him feel better. And he would drive home and think, well, I don't have these things yet, but they're out there. And he wrote himself a check for $10 million for acting services. And he gave it three years. He dated it 1995, and he put it in his wallet. And then just before Thanksgiving 95, he found out he was going to make $10 million in an upcoming movie. So that's pretty amazing. And Arnold Schwarzenegger said when he was very young, he visualized himself having everything he wanted. And he said mentally, he never had any doubts about it. The mind is really so incredible. Before he won his first Mr. Universe title, he walked around the tournament like he owned it. He said he just felt like the title was already his, and he had won it so many times in his mind that he just had the certainty about it. And he said with the movies and being successful in the movies, that he had the same certainty. He just visualized himself being a famous actor and earning big money, and he just felt it so strongly he knew it would happen. And of course it did. And Jay-Z, the famous rapper, he's quoted as saying, I believe you can speak things into existence. That's very law of attraction. And Oprah Winfrey She's quoted as saying, create the highest, grandest vision possible for your life because you become what you believe. And even they have here a quote from Lady Gaga, and she said music is her life, and she just had uh, this mantra in her mind, music is my life, music is my life, fame is inside of me, I'm going to make number one records and have number one hits. She just said it over and over and thought it over and over. And obviously, we all know what happened with that. And I'll just quote one more here. Oh, here, Will Smith, the actor, he is quoted as saying, I believe that I can create whatever I want to create. If I can put my head on it right, study it, learn the patterns, it's hard to put into words. It's really metaphysical, esoteric nonsense. But I feel very strongly that we are who we choose to be. And that's wonderful. And one more from Denzel Washington. He is quoted as saying, I mean positively and negatively. I mean you attract. I mean not just what you fear. You attract what you feel. And as we've been reading in Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting, she talks about feeling, getting into that feeling place of what you want so you can attract it. So I thought that was pretty interesting to have those quotes from various celebrities. And of course, I have my own personal manifestation stories. And I was was actually part of a book 
where a lot of people shared their manifestation stories. And if, if you go to my Amazon, I wrote a few books about the law of attraction. One is called Vibratize Your Life. Another one is called Magnetize Your Life. And if you search one of those, it shows you the other books that I was part of. And you can find that book if that interests you. Because manifestation stories are always interesting. And more proof that the law of attraction does work in our favor when we know how to use it right. So now I'm going to continue with Excuse Me Your Life is Waiting. And this section is called Buzzing on Command. The art of feeling good is not exactly something at which we are highly accomplished. So the goal is to learn how to do it on the spot. Sometimes that switching will take a little or a lot of prodding. Other times, you'll find you can switch over in the blink of an eye. But no matter what it takes, the point is to do it, to switch from down to any notch up from there. How? Let's go back into our special bag of tricks. There are three basic ways to start feeling good, and we've already talked about two of them. One is to talk about anything that gives you pleasure. The second is to talk to yourself until you bring about a change of vibration. The third, which we'll explore now, is called buzzing, which gives you a right now change in vibration. Buzzing is one of the easiest and fastest ways to raise your vibrations. Naturally, different occasions call for different techniques. Sometimes one approach will do the trick, Sometimes two or three methods are required to drag us out of our addiction to negative emotion. Buzzing is just one way, but it is a technique that I found to be pure dynamite. I use it almost every day of my life, if only for a moment or two. One of the reasons learning to buzz is so easy is that there's a jump start you can use to get it going. What you're reaching for here is a feeling that emanates from the very depths of your being. Once that's activated, a sensation you can achieve in less than a second, your whole body has switched gears to vibrate on a much higher frequency. Your valve is wide open, the creative life force you were attached to by only a thread just to keep you functioning is now flooding through you. You are in absolutely alignment with your inner being or expand itself, and you can feel the sensation right smack in the pit of your stomach. That's what makes buzzing so much fun. Through emotion, you're creating an undeniable physical sensation to use as an indicator of the vibrational change in your body. The whole process is nothing more than a quick one-two, and bingo, you have turned on. And that's the end of that section. And I agree what she says that not everything, any process you learn or technique you learn that's law of attraction oriented is going to work. It just depends what's going on. Like I teach my clients lots and lots of processes and techniques and some of them work better depending on the situation. If something more serious happens in your life, then a certain process works better for that than if you just want to do something to raise your vibration just because it feels good to raise your vibration. But once you have a lot of processes and techniques, then you know which one to turn to in the moment, and they are extremely helpful to deliberately help you raise your vibration when necessary. And the next section is called Jump Starting. Since we're sort of dead batteries until we get charged, 
I found the best way to get a buzz started was by doing something physical that would jumpstart me into a nice feeling. So, lacking cables, I used a smile. That's right, a meaningful little smile. The kind that feels like butter melting on a hot roll. The kind of smile you couldn't help but break into at the sight of newborn kittens tumbling all over each other. Or a baby giggling just for the sake of giggling. Not a phony grin, but a loving, tender smile as if a youngster had just brought you their most cherished treasure. It's a smile on the outside, yes, but it originates from a rich, caring feeling on the inside. As you take that feeling and pull it up from the inside, you'll feel yourself smiling from the deepest point of your being. Now you're at what I call the gentle inner smile, a warm, lovely sensation that feels like a soft buzz or a delicate whirling, maybe even a little tingling here or there. Now please, don't go looking for exploding missiles here. The feeling is going to be very, very subtle at first. You're not wanting for a tornado to slam you around, just a delicate but noticeable shift in your energy. That shift will always feel like it's coming from inside you, sometimes from behind your ears, sometimes from your heart, sometimes from your solar plexus, sometimes from the top of your head, sometimes from all over you. If you don't feel it right off the bat, stay loose and don't worry. Just state your desire to the universe to feel the buzz as a want or as an intent, and I promise it will come. So, in something like one or two seconds, you've gotten the buzz going with the gentle inner smile, believe me, you'll know when, it, when you have it, and radically changed your energy. It's an instant feel-good and an instant raise in frequency jump-started with a warm smile on the outside to that smooth, gentle inner smile on the inside. And it is true that when we smile, we do feel a little something that feels good. And it's very gentle. So that's a very interesting technique. And she goes on to say in the next section, which is called Next, the replacement feeling. And I guess we're going to find out what comes after the smile. The high frequency feeling of the gentle inner smile is fine, but hard to hold onto or intensify unless there's some other more familiar feeling to replace it. So you pick some pleasant feeling like appreciation, gratitude, wonder, etc., and hold onto that as your predominant vibration, like so. Example one. You jumpstart with a facial smile as warm and tender as possible. And then number two, right away and with your physical smile still going, you reach down inside and pump up the tender feeling coming from that smile until it becomes the melted butter, the warm fuzzy of your gentle inner smile, and you can feel a soft little buzz somewhere, no matter how slight. Three, once you have got the gentle inner smile going, you replace that warm fuzzy with a special flavor of your own choice, such as affection or enthusiasm or just plain old being tickled pink. Pick whatever up feeling is easiest for you to manufacture at will and hold it there for as long as you can. Number four, which is optional, if you want to, this is a good time in this high energy to fold in a specific want or intent, but don't do that until you've gotten used to experiencing 
the overlay emotion from number three for a period of time. That's all there is to it. You're off and running. You've jump-started with a gentle inner smile to get your motor running. Then you've given it the necessary gas to keep it going by overlaying or replacing the jump-start with your choice of an elevated emotion. Let's say you pick tenderness as your replacement feeling. All right, once you've got your gentle inner smile going, you simply conjure up whatever it takes to get the feeling of tenderness running. Maybe that's how it feels to rub a glorious rose up against your cheek or gently caress a loved one or painstakingly tend to a wounded animal. You want to intensify that feeling as much as you can until you can feel the physical shift of energy in your body, no matter how subtle. What you're experiencing is simply energy in motion made more conspicuous by your switch in frequencies. At first, you may notice this energy whooshing in your solar plexus, like that sinking feeling you get in a drive on the roller coaster. The feeling may radiate from your solar plexus up the back of your neck to your head, and you may feel little tingling sensations all over your skull. After a while, you may feel it running simultaneously to your head and down to your groin. In fact, you might even feel a slight sexual arousal. Not to worry, it only lasts a moment, but it's proof positive that your energy has finally cut loose and is starting to flux and move around. The more you practice this, the sooner you'll be able to turn on at will and cause the energies to increase, decrease, or simply remain steady for a length of time. I've pumped it up in the car, or the shower, or even the supermarket to such a lengthy time that I felt not quite of this world. Not too smart for the car, but the point is, you absolutely can learn to manipulate your own energy, and that's when the fun really starts. If you ever want verification that you are opening your valve, and initiating high-frequency energy flow about you, just get out of the woo-woo wands described in the appendix and go for the gentle inner smile. That's all you need to do. Then, watch your wands go bananas in response to your change of energy. And that's the end of that section. And in my opinion, that's kind of a, <laughs> a little difficult way she worded it, of just doing something to raise yourself a little bit vibrationally. The way she explains it kind of makes it seem a little complicated. I think it's just in the wording she used, but it's pretty easy. You know, just go within, smile, find something good to think about, and when you feel that nice raise in vibration, just hold on to it and enjoy it. I'm pretty sure that's kind of the paraphrase of what she was saying. And the next section of her book is called Positive Yuck Aspects. Positive Yuck Aspects. Well, that's a funny title. There she goes again. But let's find out what it means. What all this is about is feeling good. Since nothing is more important. Nothing. Nothing is more important than feeling good. And it doesn't matter beans how you do it. If standing on your head in Times Square will do it, terrific. If smelling newly cut wood will do it, grand. Anything it takes to get you to that place of feeling better than when you started. You know when you're there, you can't miss it. Whether it's just a decision to feel good in the moment, or even to feel just a little bit better, 
or you're orchestrating a new kind of feel-good around a particular want, you can usually find dozens of different oddball ways to turn on if you really want to. But there's one way I reserve for when all else fails because I seem to always resent having to get into it. The last resort for me is finding something positive about whatever irksome thing it was that closed my valve in the first place. Let's say, for example, you're stuck in traffic because of an accident and you allow yourself to get really ticked off. Well, take it as a given that under the circumstances of your closed valve, not only is the traffic not going to improve in a hurry, but all that negative energy is, at the very moment, affecting every other aspect of your life. Your job is to get that valve open any way you can. But let's say you've tried, which is a word to take out of your vocabulary, and nothing has worked. Not music, not buzzing, not talking to yourself. Well, when all else fails, there's only one alternative left. Look for anything within the situation or in your immediate surroundings to appreciate or feel good about. Maybe just the fact that your car is operational, or you don't have to go to the bathroom, or the empathy you're feeling for the other poor slobs on the road who are just as pissed off as you are, or your appreciation for the medical response team. Find something, anything. Start talking to yourself about it. Fake it, con yourself, and pretty soon, you'll feel that subtle little click into feel-good energy, or at least into a feel-better, and your valve will slowly open. Because a hundred other drivers are flowing irate energy all around you, the traffic jam might not change for a while, but at least you won't be screwing up other areas of your life by flowing such garbage out. Now, frankly, when I'm in a crappy mood, there's nothing I enjoy more than staying there. I still love to bitch and stew because it feels so good. The sad part is, though, I also know every time I do that, my whole world is being negatively affected, not to mention I'm attracting more of whatever it is I'm bitching about. I'm just not willing to let that happen. Not anymore. So begrudgingly, I'll find some stupid, dumb, meaningless, insignificant thing about whatever it is I'm mad at that I might possibly begin to consider as a positive aspect of the situation or individual. Something I might just possibly be able to appreciate. There must be something. Then, looking very much like a defiant brat who has just been scolded, I'll think of some way to begin talking to myself to pump up whatever positive aspect I was able to muster. The thing that fires me so when I'm in that kind of mood is that it always works. I find something to compliment or appreciate or admire about the jerk or situation, and before I know what's hit me, I've got a head of steam going. I can actually feel the moment the pivot happens. Valve opened, mission accomplished. Now I can let go and allow the universe to do its thing. So again, to paraphrase what I think she's saying <laughs> in her funny story, is that regardless of what's happening that's making you feel low vibration, in her opinion, as a last resort for her, she'll try to find something to appreciate about the situation or in the area. 
Like maybe you're in your car and you're all annoyed because there's a big traffic jam, but maybe you're in a nice area and you look out your window and you can find things to appreciate. You know, like, oh, I really like the color of that house or I like the car in front of me. That's my dream car or whatever. There's always something to appreciate. And just by doing that, even though you're ticked off, you'll slowly start raising your vibration little by little into a better feeling place, which is better than where you were. So again, I suggest listening to this podcast again because there were some really good, valuable tidbits in there that we can all use to help ourselves when we're feeling low vibration. And the more we practice, the more easier it is to raise ourselves deliberately. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Thanks for listening. And if you want to find out more techniques and processes and ideas that will help you with what we've been talking about, Law of Attraction Coaching will do that for you. So please contact me through lifecoachdavid.com or just email me david at lifecoachdavid.com and at least take me up on my free mini phone coaching session so you can experience it for yourself. Have a wonderful high vibration day.